0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Jeremiah Patterson Show. Today is Saturday, and we have a lot to get into on this very busy day. For those of you who are new, here's a brief introduction. Quote, I love to teach people about presidential history, politics, and news. I even like to consider myself a presidential historian. I've now been podcasting for one year. I will eventually bring in guests and experts to get their perspective on things. So, Come on and join us on this incredible journey. You can even listen to our show with a friend or a loved one. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating on Apple podcast. Also remember to stay positive and inspired new episodes out every Saturday. And of course, to the TJPS family, I am happy to have you all join us. Uh, here are a couple of reminders before we get before excuse me before I get started. <laughs> uh, so on September 11th, uh, I will have a tribute episode dedicated to those who lost their lives on that unforgettable and very pernicious uh, day. Just three days after that, I'll have an exclusive coverage on the detrimental immigration policy. I do apologize if you have already marked your calendars for September 20th, uh, but I've now moved that date to September 14th because of the third Democratic debate, which will be on September 20th. Also on July 20th, excuse me, also on September 16th, I'll have a special episode providing information on every candidate who will be on the stage. I'm looking forward to all of this as we now officially begin the show. All right, so we're going to start off tonight with President Trump. Uh, This is an exclusive piece written by Natasha Bertrand and Brian Bender. Those are the reporters who who broke the story uh, and who wrote this piece on Politico. The piece reads, "Quote: Air Force crew made an odd stop on a routine trip. Trump's Scottish resort. To Trump's Scottish resort. Before I even get into the piece, I have several questions. I'm going to read that headline. I'm going to excuse me. I'm going to read that that headline. Uh, for those of you who do not get it, just for clarification, it's the headline reads." Air Force crew made Air Force crew made an odd stop on a routine trip to Trump's Scottish resort. So, I have several questions about this. 1. Why did they make an unscheduled and odd stop to Trump's Scottish resort? 2. What was the Air Force thinking? And 3. Is the military potentially involved in a scandal with the United States president, or is that hyperbolic? I don't know. Th- these are these, are, of course, are all just hypothetical questions and mostly theoretical. But I'm gonna get into the piece now. So I have all these questions and theoretical options, and excuse me, theoretical opinions on his particular t- on this particular topic. The article goes on to say, quote. Accusations that Trump's properties are unfairly profiting off his administration have dodged the president since entering office. Ethics officials and lawmakers have raised concerns about foreign officials staying at Trump's at Trump hotels and noted that Trump supporters and industry groups regularly, regularly through throw bashes at Trump owned locations. Since April, the House Oversight Committee has been investigating why the crew on the C-17 military transport plane made the unusual stay, both en route to the Middle East and on the way back at the luxury waterside resort. According to several people familiar with the incident, but they have yet to receive any answers from the Pentagon. The revelation that an Air Force mission may have helped line the President's pockets comes days after Vice President Mike Pitts was pressed about his decision to stay at Trump's property in Dunebeg, Ireland. So, not only the President, but the Vice President of the United States of America is also involved in this. What is going on and what are we supposed to expect as Americans? This may feel perplexing but it'll eventually kick in. Different times, right? It is a completely different era for America right now. Trump's approval rating is at 41.4% and his disapproval rating is 53.9%. Joe Biden is leading in the Democratic presidential, excuse me, Joe Biden is leading in the Democratic party right now. Donald Trump is leading in the Republican party, Bill Weld, and Bill Weld, excuse me, Bill Weld is running against Trump. In fact, CNN reports, Bill Weld will have a hard time defeating Trump, especially since he's only polling at 8%. But Weld isn't the only Republican running for president. Joe Walsh is also running for president. Joe Walsh is the former United States congressman for the state of Illinois. So we are following all of these reports. Uh, all of, we're following all of these reports as we are continuing to put all of this into perspective uh, on our show. So not just Donald Trump is running in the Republican Party. But Joe Walsh is running in the Republican Party. And former governor of Massachusetts, Bill Weld, is running in the Republican Party for president of the United States. Bill Weld's poll numbers, he is sitting at 8% right now. Does he have a chance to beat the president of the United States? Joe Walsh, does he have a chance to beat the president of the United States? Will Donald Trump's xenophobia and rhetorical comments get him elected in 2020? Who are the candidates that could take Trump down? Who are the candidates that could deliberately get the president of the United States out of office? Can the president of the United States be taken out of office by Bill Weld or Joe Walsh or any Democratic presidential candidate running in 2020? Boston.com reports, quote, Bill Weld goes off on Republicans' plans to cancel presidential primaries in several states. Quote, that might be fine in a monarchy, but we overthrow our two centuries, but we overthrew ours two centuries ago. Governor Bill Weld already uphill climb. Challenging President Donald Trump in the Republican primaries next year could be even tougher in several states, mainly because there won't be an election. Republicans, Republican parties in four states, including two traditionally, traditionally early voting states, will finalize plans to cancel their 2020 primary elections during meetings this weekend, Politico. Uh, was the first report this on Friday. So Bill Weld is running against the president. And can we, what if Bill Weld does win the Republican nomination for president of the United States? That means Donald Trump will not be guaranteed a third, excuse me, a second term. He would not be guaranteed a second term. But this has just been a completely peculiar week and also an astonishing week. USA Today reports, quote, former NOAA official critical of defense of Trump's Hurricane Dorian claim of Alabama. Uh and the NOA stands for the NOAA stands for Excuse me, we are getting that right now. Uh, the NOAA stands for the National Ocean- Oceanic and Atmosphere Administration, NOAA. Uh, is facing fierce criticism for former officials after the agency issued a statement that defended President Trump and assailed weather scientists. President Trump said that Hurricane Dorian was going towards Alabama, but in fact, it was the National Weather Service reported that Hurricane Dorian was not going towards Alabama. No way, it's too far to the east. Of course, this just comes after days uh, after the death toll climbed from it was at sitting at 30, and it um, climbed. To 43. 43 people have now been killed in this uh, pernicious hurricane that has attacked mostly the East Coast and also the Bahamas. Uh, so, President Trump mistakenly saying that Hurricane Dorian is going to hit Alabama. I guess it was. It wasn't only frustrating for the National Weather Service to correct the President of the United States, but I guess it was frustrating for some citizens too to hear that from come kind out of the President of the United States. Not to mention, if you look at the pictures and you read the articles and you read the blogs on this, the President of the United States has the wrong. He has the wrong. Uh, the wrong graph, not well, not necessarily graph, but he just has the wrong picture. They gave him the wrong picture, or I'm not sure if he just wanted that picture. But that the other picture, it was shifting towards east. The other picture is shifting, shifting towards Alabama. Uh, the No, uh, the Los Angeles Times reports. They say NOAA's actions risk the credibility of the nation's weather and science agency and may even risk lives. The critics served both Republican and Democratic presidents. Among them are former NOAA officials and a former disaster response chief. Quote, this rewriting history to satisfy an ego diminishes NOAA. Albert Joe Friday, former Republican appointed director of the National Weather Service, said on Facebook. He told the Associated Press on Saturday, quote, We don't want to get the point where science, we don't want to get to the point where science is determined by politics rather than science and facts. And I'm afraid this isn't an example where this is beginning to occur. The previous evening a statement issued by the NOAA without attribu- attribu- attribution to and any specific individuals lent support to Trump's warnings, warning daily, days earlier that Alabama faced danger from Dorian, even though Alabama had never been included in official hurricane adversaries and his information was outdated. The statement undermined a tweet by the Weather Services Office in Birmingham, Birmingham, Alabama, that had said Alabama would see no impact from Hurricane Dorian. The Weather Services, the Weather Services tweet was in, was quote inconsistent with forecast probabilities at the time. NOAA's statement said. All of this is astonishing as we continue to follow this on a special episode of the Jeremiah Patterson Show. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Reporting on a breaking news story. Uh, this story has broke over the duration of the time that we were uh, not ex- not necessarily on air, but this story has broken uh, just in recent hours, and we are now reporting. Trump says he called off negoti negotiations with Taliban after Afghanistan bombing. The New York Times is reporting. The New York Times is reporting. President Trump said on Saturday that he had. Canceled a secret meeting at Camp David with Taliban leaders and the president of Afghanistan and was calling off months months long negotiations that had appeared to be nearing a peace agreement quote unbe- unbeknownst to almost everyone Mr Trump wrote Mr Trump wrote in a series of tweets Taliban leaders and the Afghan president Ashraf Ghani were headed to the United States on Saturday for what would have been a politically fraught meeting at the president's official Camp David retreat in Maryland. But Mr. Trump said that, quote, in order to face and excuse me, in order to build false leverage, end quote, the Taliban had admitted to a suicide car bomb attack on Thursday that had killed an American soldier and 11 others in the capital of Kabul. Quote, I immediately canceled the meeting and, can't, and called off peace negotiations, he wrote. Quote, if they cannot agree to a ceasefire during these very important peace talks and would even kill 12 innocent people, then they probably don't have the power to negotiate a peace, a meaning, excuse me, then they, power, then they probably don't have the power to negotiate a peace, excuse me, a meaningful agreement anyway. Mr. Trump added, quote, how many more decades are they willing to fight? The New York Times article continues and it goes on to say the president's announcement was startling for multiple reasons. A surprise summit at Camp David with leaders of an insurgent group that has killed thousands of Americans since the October 2001 invasion of Afghanistan would have been a a sensational diplomatic gambit on par with Mr. Trump's meetings with one reclusive North Korean leader, Kim Jong-un. A senior administration official said the meeting had been planned for Monday, just two days before the anniversary of September 11, 2001, attacks, which were plotted from Afghanistan and led to the United States' invasion of the country. Mr. Trump's statement also appears to scuttle for now. His longstanding hope to deliver on a campaigning promise to withdraw American troops from an 18-year conflict that he has called an aimless boondoggle. And of course, this is the New York Times reporting on the story. Uh, once again, Trump is calling off Uh, negotiations with Taliban after the Afghanistan bombing, which appeared to happen Thursday of this week. Once again, that is our breaking news story, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Patterson Show from our short commercial break from our sponsor there. And uh, we are now reporting on this story. TVOverMind.com reports, quote, 20 celebrities who should run for president. Number one, Tom Hanks. Number two, Ellen DeGeneres. Three, Morgan Freeman. Four, Jon Stewart. Dwayne Johnson. Clint Eastwood, Stephen Colbert, Oprah Winfrey, Bill Nye, Chuck Norris, Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert Downey Jr., Denzel Washington, Bill Murray, Christopher Walken, Will Smith, Tom Sillick, Bill Gates, Samuel L. Jackson, and Michael Moore. And once again, uh, TV Overmind is reporting that these are the celebrities that should run for president of the United States. Uh, Going back to some of the celebrities here, uh, I do think that Abraham, excuse me, not Abraham Lincoln, I do think that Michael Moore and Oprah Winfrey and... Ellen DeGeneres would all make great presidents. Not that the other celebrities wouldn't make great presidents, but those are the key celebrities that kind of stuck out to me that would make great presidents. And we'll be right back with the quote of the day. Don't go anywhere. This is The Jeremiah Patterson Show. Welcome back. So we have four quote of the days for you here uh, because they are short. Number one. Don't let yesterday take up too much of today. Will Rogers. Number two. You learn more from failure than from success. Don't let it stop you. Failure builds character unknown. And number three. It's not whether you get knocked down. It's whether you have the audacity to get back up. Vince Lombardi. Number four. If you are working on something exciting that you really care about, you don't have to be pushed. The vision pulls you. Steve Jobs. We'll be right back with the last note. You must really like fishing, Mr. President. <laughs> it's cold out here. Sorry. Happened. I anything to get out of D.C. for a while. Mike? I'm selecting you for Secret Service Director. Congratulations. I'll give him my best shot, sir. Annie's on his way. What is that? Are they bats? The drones. The drones. Don't move. Don't move. I'm coming to you. You're coming at your mark. Get him. So, I got you. Going under. Dive deeper. There's been an assassination attempt on the president. Mike Bannon, you're being charged with the attempted murder of the president of the United States. The president's top guardian angel has fallen. Once you see that I'm being set up, you have a collect call from Mike. We've been getting death threats. There's somebody else behind us. It wasn't me. The is not safe. They're going to try and finish the job. And I'm not going to stop until I prove who did this. How did you find me? I want security for the president, how do you think? Dad, I need your help. We gotta get out of here. I ain't going nowhere. You can't hide from us, Bad Don't worry about finding me. I'll find you. Listen to me, we're gonna make a move, Now people are gonna fall. Not you. Hey, I'm Jeremiah Patterson, host of the Jeremiah Patterson Show. And this is the Jeremiah Patterson Show YouTube channel. Our podcast is everywhere on Anchor, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, everywhere you can find your, everywhere you find your podcast, our podcast is on. Thank you for getting on our channel. Make sure to subscribe, like this video, and be sure to click the bell. That way you're notified when the latest video comes out. Courtesy and respect to kenny g there uh that is just a short clip uh actually that's the full video of a video from my youtube channel the jeremiah patterson show uh you can follow us on that youtube channel thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the jeremiah patterson show i hope all of you guys have a great day a fantastic day smile at someone uh, compliment someone and have a great day uh uh Stay positive and inspired. God bless all of you. And remember to raise the bar and do great things today.